0: Welcome to the Twenty Marriage Podcast. I am Javier, and I'm here with Shannon, as she is dancing to the intro song.
1: I made up some new dance moves. Hello, Shannon, but nobody can see them.
0: Welcome to the second week of twenty twenty three. How has your first week been?
1: Well, we moved a little bit, and <laughs> we got the. You moves. know what? I've uh, I'm I'm having trouble getting back into the groove of my of work life. <laughs> Because there's so much to do, and I'm overwhelmed. Also excited about a lot of things that are coming up, but I'm just like, okay. What are some of
0: those things that are coming up, Shannon? Why don't you tell those people who are listening? Well, we have
1: several boot camps coming up. We're going to be back in Northern California. What is a boot camp, Shannon? A boot camp is a Friday to Sunday Experience for couples, and we only take ten married couples at a time. Ten to
0: twelve. I mean, we sometimes we push to twelve. We do but. push
1: to twelve. We have done that, and it's an intensive weekend where you we hyper focus in on you because there's so there's not a you know a, a room full of a hundred people. We have the opportunity to get to know you, to dive in with you, and our team also um, comes alongside, and just the activities and the teaching. By Sunday is my favorite day because I literally can look at the men in the room. I can always tell women we're more emotional. We we wear what we're feeling on our sleeve, but the men, the men on Sunday morning, men. you can just see the the transformation. I'm going to use the word brokenness, but broken is good. When God breaks you, that's good. And I can see their heart being softened towards their wives. There there may be some tears. But there, something happened between Friday and Sunday morning. Oh, there's
0: morning. tears. I can get a guy to cry.
1: <laughs> And I love it because I we we literally are your cheerleaders, and we're, we send you off Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and we're we're praying for you. We're hoping that everything you learned that weekend you put into practice, and that when we hear you run across you on social media, see you at a church, that you come to us and you're like, "Our marriage is so good. We are thriving. We are growing. Our family's growing." And we're not the people we used to be. We're not the same. Well, We've and it hasn't changed. worked for
0: everybody. I'm just saying. No, like, it, but we get really excited. There's a choice and decision in everything that you do of how you're going to work it, apply it. Like, honestly, a a <laughs> workshop, a course, a marriage retreat, a boot camp, just doesn't fix it. Yeah, you got to do the work. You get some <laughs> incredible stuff, and you have opportunity to start well, but. Yeah, you got to do the work Yeah, so we and have, that's the problem have, most people aren't willing to do the work so we've
1: got boot camps coming up we also got some exciting sponsorships uh, the marriage lab is actually going to be powered by some uh, hopefully some big companies coming up that you'll be hearing about on our podcast and on our social media platforms new
0: courses being released
1: uh, and a new course that will come out within <laughs> the next month and I'm just going to tell you what it's called are you ready?
0: and there's a new download coming out too
1: there is Yes, oh. the, the one that we're oh, doing oh, in oh.
0: conjunction with our friend Jeff Borkowski. Yes, like wife um, magnet. That's about intimacy but or our, reigniting your marriage.
1: Our new course that's coming out, and it's going to be for sale. Uh, actually, we're going to release it to a, a workshop up at a church first, and then we'll release it on social media. But it's called Sex Starts in the Kitchen. It's going to be good.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's all about creating the recipe and what goes into a great recipe? And it has to start in the kitchen. So we don't actually mean that you need to actually have yeah. intimate relations in your kitchen. But we're not <laughs> oh, saying geez. that that's not a great idea.
0: Okay. Shannon, <laughs> um, how's it going this year with your word that you chosen for the year?
1: It's going steadfastly.
0: Yeah? You're you nailing it? Yeah. you it? I'm just asking. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only been a week, Javi.
0: I think mean, my word, which is kataskubo, which means a strength that prevails. Um, yeah, I think I'm needing it. Just getting my mind in the right place and needing a strength that kind of prevails, just getting started in a new year. Um, excited about what's ahead. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, um, but it's a little bit cold outside. I mean, for us, it's a little bit cold. Yeah, in, in it is the morning, a little bit cold. In the thir- morning, it's early you know, high, you know yeah. low 30s, but so, anyways.
1: So let me tell you what we're doing today because yeah, this tell me, Shin. is so fun because we get to jump in to the comments. And the comment section on Instagram is, wow, let me just tell you, it is colorful, it is entertaining, it is well, insightful. <coughs> And it reveals a lot about what's going on in the married couples that are following twenty four seven. So I took two posts. This one went viral. Um, anything over a million, I think, is considered viral. Um, but I, I picked it because of the comments and uh, the the intensity of the comments that people shared. Um, were very colorful um, because people either were 100% in agreement with what we said in this reel or they were on the other side. They were like, I absolutely disagree with what you're saying. And Javier does such an amazing job of breaking it down. Um, so I'm going to play the reel for you right now. Um, the thing is, is that it has some Spots in it where there's just a uh, text on the screen, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say what is being said on the screen, so that you can fully get an idea yeah. of what this reel is about, and then you can watch it on your own. And
0: part of what we're, why we're doing this is I I think it's just as we start the new year, just interesting just to hear what people are saying, and sometimes our, a lot of our content comes from the podcast. Oh yeah, but you kind of start hear the podcast. Sorry, from reels. Yeah, um, you start hearing. Just a common thread. Um, And, yeah, it's interesting when you start seeing, like,
1: where people are at. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready?
0: Hey, here's a few questions that I get asked by husbands all the time.
1: Can I have dinner with female friends? I should be able to keep my passwords private. I don't feel the need to always tell my spouse where I'm at.
0: Listen, if it sounds like a bad idea, if it looks like a bad idea, don't do it. Stop looking for ways around your spouse or within your marriage how you can manipulate things to get what you want or not get caught. Look for ways instead to honor your wife. Think, will this decision, will this choice honor my wife? Will it honor my marriage? And then do that.
1: So that was... The real, you can find it on our Instagram or TikTok or whatever. But uh, the comments were very, very interesting, Javier. We had a lot of people said, right on, 100% agree, this is great content. But then we had some people who maybe agreed with one of them, but then disagreed with the others. Um I want you to dive into why why we have boundaries in our marriage and why we ma- we even made this real.
0: Well I mean <clears> one <throat> of one of the posts I think kind of sets it up um or one of the posts sorry one of the comments was well, this person wrote that this is a great post? Uh, most people in general, but specifically married men, truly do not have a great li- uh, life understanding of the power that is released within our marriage when we operate from the heart posture of honor. And I think that was well said because it is about ultimately about honor, mm-hmm. um, about honoring one another, uh, about respecting our marriage, uh, respecting one another. And, you know, the whole thing's about here about sharing passwords and not, you know, having a meal with another. With the opposite sex, not having a meal, but not like having these relationships, relationships with the opposite sex that can get very messy and um, honestly can sabotage your marriage. And so there's a lot of people who absolutely agree with that. I would say a lot of women agree with some mm-hmm. a lot of those things. Um, a lot of the comments from the men were pushing we're back pushing on that. Back. Like, I'm not sharing my password. Like, they should just trust me. It's not an issue of trust. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue saying that I don't trust you. It's an issue of being able, not an issue... It's a a point of being able to um, have have accountability, have transparency, uh, to know that there's nothing hidden between us, to know that we openly um, share these things with one another. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's not really about, oh, I don't trust you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it is about again having this this connectedness and uh, accountability mm-hmm. towards one another, and it just doesn't give any opportunity, right, for the door to be opened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of one of those things where if you open the door just a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Like we've been friends. You know, this is a. I'm going to go out to eat with this woman and they're family friends. We hang out all the time, you know, but we're going to go have a coffee together. And then you start to share a little bit about what's going on in your marriage. And all of a sudden what happens, you begin to build sometimes some soul ties. And Again, that's not true of everybody. Like, you know, when we have very close friends that we share a lot with one another Mm -hmm. back and forth, and it's usually mutually and together. Um, But there's times also with the work that we do that we're coming alongside people and we're helping and we're supporting supporting, um, and so it looks a little different in some of the work that we do, but in general, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going and having, uh, you know, picking up a, fr- you know, uh, a woman and mm-hmm. going and having coffee, uh, a friend, and just and hanging out.
1: No, and to be frank, I'm not okay with Don't it. Don't be frank. Be Shannon. Okay, to be Shannon, uh, I wouldn't be okay with it. Um, I'm, no, you want to hang out with me? Take me for coffee. Yeah. 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 Because the men that are in your life, the relationships that you have, they are um they're they're about ironing, sharpen iron iron. What Sharp, am I trying to say? Iron sharpened iron. Yeah, thank you. I don't know what I was what happened with my mouth right there. But um your your relationships are are building you up, you're encouraging and even when you do share with your male friends, maybe like, "Hey, you know, Shannon and I were Discussing this, or we're thinking through this, or we 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 kind of came across this conflict. These men in your life, or are, are asking you the right questions, are encouraging you, are building you up. Whereas uh, female counterparts, could they ask the right questions and build you up? Yes, but it also opens the door to things that you just need to keep the door closed on. Boundaries in your marriage are healthy, are good. They're they're there for a reason. Um, Javier, let me ask you a simple question. Do you have car insurance on the truck that we drive? Yes. Okay, why?
0: In case something happens.
1: Okay, but do you plan on crashing it today? I do not. Okay, but you still have insurance. You still Mm -hmm. chose to carry insurance on it. The same thing for our marriage. Boundaries are insurance. We keep boundaries in our marriage because I value what you and I have and I want to protect it. Yeah. I don't want anything to happen to the 30-year history yeah. that we have. Yeah. So we put boundaries in our marriage. People yeah. have asked us all throughout the years. Um, we we have uh, rules. Um, we don't follow anybody that we ever dated or had a relationship with in the past on social media. Um, we don't go out with people of the opposite sex. Um, there was a rule way back when, when you were working, you um, that you didn't go out to lunch or things like that. Sometimes you would call me and you'd be like, hey, so I have to go on this business meeting and this is who I'm going with. But it was that open communication that it wasn't a secret.
0: And we're not telling you to dump your friends. We're not telling you, you know, one of the comments here from somebody, you know, talked about, um, it said, you know, expecting the person you you love to part with friends or dear friends that were, you know, um, that were close to them um just out of your own security is petty and it's cruel this is not based out of like my own insecurity that i'm no. jealous or afraid that they're going to do something like i don't That's have that thought i don't Mm-mm. have that thought um it again it is about honor it is about ensuring that you don't give you don't understand what can happen we have seen countless couples right who are all of a sudden you know a guy at work you know uh, you you start talking to him about what's going on with your husband. You start sharing and, and you start it starts telling out my husband, emotional. you know, it's just, we're just going through a hard time. And all of a sudden he starts being a person who's there and listening safe space and for he's you. safe. Yeah. And all of a sudden, because there's a narrative in your head of what you're not getting at home. Now, this guy's listening to me, he's here, he's available, you know, and you know, nothing except for the fact that he's just sitting there listening to you, what his motives are or anything. And now all of a sudden, you start beginning to build this connection. There's this now emotional attachment. Soul ties. And you never expected you would get there. So, what we're saying is put yourself in a position where you don't allow those things to happen. Yeah. Or you can put yourself in a position where you open the door, right? To that begin to leak into your marriage. And it can bring, right, a place where, yeah, like I said earlier, it does sabotage your marriage. Yeah. And so, but here's the thing is that, you know, right now, um, This is an area that people are willing, right, to set up boundaries. The reason why we're talking about this one at the beginning of the year is because I think it's absolutely necessary.
1: And the thing with passwords, because people got really dicey in the comments about passwords. Like, they don't need to know our passwords. And let me just, like, play this out for you. We're not saying that um, when your spouse comes home at the end of the day, you don't say, hey, okay let me have your phone, let me have your iPad, let me have your laptop, and that you log in and that you become this, you're in this like parent-child relationship where you're like, you're playing yard duty with your spouse. That is not what we're talking about. We're saying that with Javier, I know all his passwords. I have, gosh, maybe I've gone on your phone to get photos, but I have never gone onto your computers or anything Because I don't have a reason to, but do I know all your passwords? Yes. Do you know all mine? Is your fingerprint in my phone? Yes.
0: But also, guys, like it, like or gals, like just share it. Like that's that's part of it too. Is like you don't have to ask. I'm just giving it to you. I'm just always having, you know. It's like even when I go and I travel and I'm going to go speak somewhere, whatever I'm doing or Shannon is like. I'm always like, hey, I'm going here right now. Hey, I'm going to go to this meeting. I'm doing this right now. Hey, I just finished up. I'm headed to the hotel. She never asked me to do any of that. Mm -hmm. She never asked me. Like, she actually would be fine probably if I didn't even call. Because when she's gone, I never hear from her. Um, (laughs) But I trust her. I'm not like concerned or like anything going through my mind. But like, I choose to do that, not because I'm concerned about myself, but because I want the accountability. And I also want to make sure that she has a peace of mind knowing here where I'm at. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what's going on. And so I think offer it. Yeah. Right? Offer those things. And so as you begin this year, I think it's a good place to start. Yes. To say, here are some things we're going to put into place as we go into this year. Um, and, and, you know, there are people that comment on here like, I should have done that. It would have saved my marriage. Mm. Right? Not creating and not allowing those opportunities in. Um, is there any more on here that you want to read before we go to the next
1: one? No, I, I think you hit you hit it on the, you hit it on the, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, it's, listen, we don't put content out there that we don't wholeheartedly believe in and that we don't practice ourselves. And this is something that we've practiced for over 30 years. And because of the work that we do, when we say that we've encountered hundreds and hundreds of couples who have hit roadblocks in their marriage because of uh, zero accountability, because we hide We hide things. If you're hiding a password from your spouse, there's a reason you're hiding something. There's something you don't want your spouse to know. So I need you to sit with that question right now before we move on. That is the question. If you don't want your spouse to know your password, there's something you're hiding. And my question to you would be, why are you hiding it from them? And is that healthy for your marriage?
0: Yep. That's good.
1: What good will come from that? Yep. Yep. So...
0: Yeah. Uh, So again, yeah, just tons of, yeah, yeah. Tons (laughs) tons of comments, you know, back and forth. We can go on for forever. A lot of people who enjoy it, but like, you know, they they just camp on the issue of trust. And so again, it's not, it's not an issue of not trusting the individual. It's an issue of honor and respect and being able to, you know, have that accountability.
1: I think that that that's it right there. It's not the issue of trust. It's how do we honor and respect our spouse? It's about honor and respect. Yeah, transparency. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's good. Yeah.
1: So this next reel, we actually just posted probably on uh, December 21st or 2nd, and it it's, it didn't have like a ton of views. It had a, like 154,000 views, but the comments, this one had like, um, if I touch it, it'll start playing. So I'll look, but the comments were insane and Uh, I, I want to hear your feedback after this. So, uh, here is our next reel and we're going to discuss this. We get married. There is no, our own. We, the two become one. There's just no question about that. I hate to overgeneralize
0: this, but the mass majority of guys are just pigs and they are entitled. And so I think that there are unfortunately, Hundreds of thousands, if not probably millions of women out there, they're living in the misery of marriage, and that's heartbreaking. Eyes on your wife and your wife alone. See how your wife would respond to you in that way. I talked about, like, speaking well of your wife, around her, like,
1: complimenting her, investing into her, sacrificing her for her, right? Serving her. It's not just about you show up from a long day's work, and it's like, all right, jump in the sack, let's go. When we get married, there is no harm. So that was, married, no arm oops, arm. I have there to stop playing it. Just no Let me tell you how many comments, 311 comments, which is a lot for something like that. And here's, here's um, I wouldn't say a majority, but a lot of comments had this common thread of, um, it feels like twenty four seven marriage is always on the attack, or that we're always out to get men, uh, that we're always harping on the husbands that. They're they they're saying this. There's this theme to us, Javi, that they think that we're always out to get the husbands. So just clear well, that up. Well, for no, everybody. there was a
0: big there was a big piece here that yeah the um of some of the comments you know a lot of the comments were about well you're always attacking husbands you're going after husbands like you know what about the women and what about their role and listen absolutely like you know it, it, you know, you hear this all the time and it's cliche does it take two yeah it takes two um but here's what i'm going to say and many of you may not agree with me and i'm totally fine with that but you, you, like most relationships most marriages are won or lost or broken by the men um and and here's why from a biblical point of view like men have this responsibility right to lead and to love and to serve to pursue to love their wives um as Christ loved the church and he gave his life for the church and the problem is most men right now aren't willing to take responsibility so the reason why that we are actually like we addressed it this way and why this post was directed kind of towards men um and because there is this responsibility that men have to lead in this way and to uh, love our spouses and to serve them well. And the, what we continue to see is men who aren't willing to step up. Yeah. Men who are not willing to lead in this way, who are not willing to take ownership, ultimately. Yeah. Um, there was a post from a guy, who says, he said that being an ex-husband now, I completely agree with this. The majority of marriages could be saved if a man just stepped up mm. and acted properly. I was the I was at work all day, came home, work a bit on the farm, then expect the world from from my wife. Mm. And when I had done nothing in the house, I had no way complimented her on anything she had done uh, throughout the day. And I used to laugh at that kind of guy that I am now. I cook clean and do the laundry. It's not hard. Some men just need to get Um, don't get it until it's too late. Only helps positively if they have the opportunity and change to better uh, or change to better instead of regressing into a more angry, depressing state. I mean... As so I say, having canceled couples for decades, I can say your perspective is so true and needed, and we need way more men speaking up. And I mean, this is countless people who yeah. would say that this is true. Some, So many that said, like, you no, know, you're coming against men consistently. More,
1: more men need to hear this message. Um, and if you separate all of the comments, Javier, here's here's what I got. We have men who commented on this post, on this reel, and we're like, you guys are always attacking the men. But then all the women, what were they saying? Thank you. I wish my husband would hear this. I wish my husband would have done this. I wish my ex-husband would have known this. It would have saved our marriage. I wish, I wish, I wish. So we have women who are desiring men to step up, but then in the men who are commenting are saying, why are you always after? Why are you always telling me it's my problem? Why is it my fault? What well, what about the woman? What about her responsibility? They, there, there is a common thread, but the thing is, if we're going to talk about biblical marriage, there is a responsibility and a mantle that is placed on the man by God, not by man, by God, and each man that has a wife and children will stand before God and give an account for those, that wife and those children. And that's something that we can't change, Javier, but what we do is we speak to that because we are seeing a generation and a society where men are falling off there is there is an attack and an assault on masculinity on men and they are they're they're shirking their responsibility did i say that right and they are leaving their women by the wayside and they are they are not engaging they are not participating and they are not taking a Uh, any responsibility for anything that's gone wrong in their marriage. There's some men who are just, I'm sorry, but act chauvinistic. They're like, well, I provide. You have a roof over your head. You have food on the table. Yeah, I did my job. And those things are noble yeah. and those things are good that yeah. is that is a good husband that you provide financially yeah. but there are things that you also are to provide emotionally for her protect her spiritually and physically
0: yeah well i think what's what's happening is in in unapologetically yes this is directed towards guys um because again like men you have the opportunity to set the tone um and even the atmosphere in that home Um, you know, and that's such a, that's such an important thing we don't recognize. like if your wife is not engaging, if she's emotionally disconnected, it's because you have not been moving towards her emotionally. Like you want intimacy in the bedroom, but you're not willing to give emotional intimacy. You're not willing to, to move towards her in that area of emotions to seek, to understand, to hear, to listen. You're not looking for simple ways to be able to serve your spouse on a daily basis and i'm and i'm saying this i'm not again it's not every single man but i'm going to tell you that 90% of the couples that we talk to and that we work through like, if there is a shift with the man, it begins to change the woman. Yes. If he begins to actually lead. love and lead and move towards her and seek to understand and hear and listen and do the things that you may think are not masculine or that, and, and here's the thing. Or
1: not my job. Or not my That's job. That's not my job. Like when people
0: say that, come on, no, this is not about you have this job and I have this job. Like, we are both mutually submitted to each other. We get to serve one another. Like, if most men would understand that I'm a servant who serves first, it would radically change everything in their marriage. They wouldn't complain about what they're not getting in the bedroom. They wouldn't complain about not being connected. They wouldn't complain about my wife doesn't want to do these things with me or she's always angry. She's always bitter. Then maybe pause, look in the mirror and find out why is she angry and she is she bitter. She's usually reflecting back at you ways that you haven't loved or pursued or engaged her right in this season or in this year. And guys, listen and women, listen, like Often for, for men, there's so much weight and responsibility that we tend to carry as men to provide, to care, to do all these things. Mm-hmm. And so many men don't have an example of what that looks like. They didn't have an example of a father growing up or a father who treated his wife well. They don't know. They didn't see the dad getting up and helping and serving and maybe just with things around the house or with the kids. They didn't see a, a, a dad who was engaging his his, his mom emotionally. They didn't see that. They don't have this example. Is it is an excuse? No. But they're starting from a place, kind of a, a deficit of saying, I've never saw that. I don't know what that looks like. But if men begin to rise up and begin to gain that and begin to like look for that, understand like I need to actually step up and take ownership and responsibility and then if you actually had men who were coming alongside young men and teaching them to do the same, mm-hmm. like things would dramatically change. Yeah, like the wall that your wife has built up would start to come down. Yeah, and you would begin to recognize that. You know, it took a long time. Sometimes, well, actually, the wall goes up pretty quickly, but it can it yeah. comes down sometimes slowly. And- And so men need to step in to these roles. And even if you don't know, lock arms with a guy, with a man who you admire, who is doing those things. And if you want things to change in your marriage, then begin to move towards her. Because every time you don't move after her, or you're silent when she is silent, or when she pulls away, you don't go after her. You're telling her she's not worth fighting for. And you're not willing to move towards her. There's a narrative playing in her mind Mm -hmm. about what is actually happening. Yeah. And it may not be true. Yeah.
1: Well, you- and and let me speak to the women really quick because I I'm I'm coming for you right now, but let me tell you. I used to be a passive aggressive, manipulative, bitter wife for 5 years. This is who I was. So a lot when of when I when I say that I'm coming for you, I if this is you, this is because I love you and I'm here for you and you can change. Sometimes we get so upset and enraged with our husbands and the very behavior we desire to see, we punish. So we have to stop doing that. We have to recognize when our spouse is trying that we need to honor that. We need to stop and recognize that they are trying. Is it going to be perfect? Is it going to go off? Um, and be successful, will it crash and burn? Maybe, yeah, maybe. But we have to stop punishing our spouse for the behavior we desire to see. When you desire for them to communicate more and they sit up in bed and they're like, hey, so tell me about your day. And you're like, I'm so tired. I do not wanna even talk to you right now. That was them trying to move towards you in communication. So stop punishing them. Stop putting them in a timeout. Mm-hmm. Allow them to crash and burn. Allow them to try to succeed. They are trying. They don't know how to do this. Maybe they didn't see it growing up. Yeah. So you need yeah. to give them some grace. Yeah. And that's all I have to say to women. Yeah.
0: I know. No. And it's good. And and I think another thing that we started seeing in here is like yes, yes, men, 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 but but she needs to. But what if she doesn't? And he, listen. And this was about this was about men, but ultimately. On both sides, you can't get stuck in the place of "well, oh, but he or but she." You're responsible for you. You're responsible for your choices, your actions. Like you, no one can make you feel a certain way. Yeah, can someone do something that would emo- that would give you that you'd want to have the emotions of frustration or anger or bitterness, whatever it may be? You still choose how you're going to respond, and so no one can force you to, to act a certain way. So the thing is, when we say this, like. You are responsible for you. And that is the problem that we're seeing right now again in society is that, that men, especially even young men, aren't don't understand how to take responsibility and ownership. They're complicit. They they have apathy. And then they get married. And the women are like, where is the guy that I married? Because he was all these great, wonderful things mm. when he was dating me or pursuing me. Then he becomes this guy. He sold me this bill of goods. Now he's this guy over here. Preach it. And not wanting to do any of these things. Why? Right? So- this is a moment where as as young men, you have to not just do this now, but you you create this habit and this discipline now of being who you're called to be as a man and being able to serve and to give and to lay your life down for your wife. And in so doing, what happens is your wife wants to do the same for you. Mm-hmm. And even if she didn't, you're doing the right thing. Even if she doesn't change, even if your marriage doesn't change, it doesn't matter, you still are commanded to do the right thing. So that's what we're saying in your marriage, regardless if it's on you know the woman side or the male side, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like you're still responsible for you, the choice and decision that you make. And ultimately if the other person doesn't want to engage or doesn't receive it or is just so hardened by years of whatever's been going on You can't change them, but Javier, you can change you. And if you do that, you can, if your spouse decides to leave, that may happen, but you can sit there and say, I have done everything to own, to, to move towards them, to love, to work on myself, to bring change into our marriage. I have repented. I have done all these pieces and I can't control anything beyond that.
1: But Javier, you don't know who I'm married to. Javier, you, you have no idea. But Javier does have an idea because he was married to a woman for five years and he stayed. The
0: same woman, you. Don't say I'm married to a woman for five years and then it was you. Oh, it was me. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So you were married to me for the first five years. You stayed. You fought. Mm -hmm. You were steadfast. You were resilient. You have a strength. You had a strength that prevailed even in the midst of the wrong thing being done to you, not just for a couple months, but for how long? Five years. Mm -hmm. So if you want to um, talk to somebody who knows a thing or two, that would be Javier, and you can message him on our website. Go to the comments.
0: Yeah. And so I'm just so we're going to we went longer than we normally do (laughs) because we started going off. So this is a little bit longer podcast. We appreciate you staying connected and tuned in, Um, you know this this particular post and reason again because we think this is a common thread that we've been seeing and you'll probably hear and you probably have seen a lot of like posts and comments that we're making towards men because I, I really believe we're living in a time right now where we have men who don't really understand how to actually be the husbands they're called to be whether it's a They're working through their own brokenness and woundedness, uh, issues in their past. They never saw that. Or they're simply men who have become apathetic and lazy in their relationship. Mm -hmm. They become undisciplined. And we're seeing a lot of that. But what we see, and I'm going to tell you this from 90% of the couples we work with, when the man begins to shift and to change and to work on those things in his life and begins to move towards his spouse in, in, in ways that aren't difficult, right? Serving, emotionally asking questions and being there, emotionally intimate it begins to change things. Yeah, Things begin to shift. And yeah. the thing I would end with is like, you know, people say, well, just marriage is a lot of hard work. Like, actually, no, like, you know, marriage does work. Or no, in people it, have said marriage and doesn't and work. Itself, like, It works. Marriage works. Yeah. Marriage work. It's people that don't work. <laughs> and so you have to be willing to do the work and you have to be willing to own. And if most men would own and take responsibility it would change things within the marriage. It will change things in the household. It'll change things generationally in your family because every choice and decision, everything you're doing is going to impact your marriage is impacting your family and has a generational impact. So like that was, you know, a good post and you'll see a lot more like that. We are not harping on men. We equally talk to women about their role and their responsibility within the marriage. But I'm telling you time and time again, As a man leads and loves and moves towards them, we have seen marriages change, healed and restored because there are women saying like, I just want him to lead. I just want him just to talk to me. I just want to be seen by him. Mm -hmm. And we've seen marriages change over a period of time when that begins to happen. Yeah. And it doesn't happen overnight. No. So, all right.
1: That was a lot.
0: Let's wrap it up. Put a bow on it. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for being part of the 24-7 Marriage Family. Remember to rate, review, share this podcast, uh, share our content our materials with those that are around you. Yeah, Let's make an impact. Let's have in, um, uh, in this new year, yeah. let's see marriages changed, healed, and restored. And we want to see your be marriage part of that.
1: changed and restored. Yeah. yeah,
0: and uh, you'll be hearing more about opportunities through the podcast to be able to support the podcast and the work that we're doing um, here at 24-7 Marriage. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. Bye. For listening to the 24/7 Marriage podcast, help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support the 24/7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner with us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.